0: Hey, uh, welcome everyone to the Unexpected Cosmology, where truth-seekers dedicated to following and serving Yah abound. Join us on our Hebrew 101 class, where we delve into the most ancient and sacred of all languages, as we journey to deepen our understanding of His message and His words this is march 12 22nd and we are now recording lesson one let us pray heavenly father the one and only el elion blessed be your name thank you for bringing us together so we can share our love and obedience to you please shine your light on us as we study the sacred language you gifted us with Please open our eyes and hearts to the letters, words, and messages that are unfolded in this beautiful language. We are here to get closer to you, Yah. Please open your arms and welcome us with the unconditional love and compassion that only you can have. We are praying for your wisdom and guidance in your name, Yehovah, and your Son, Yeshua Mashiach, name. Amen. So, um, welcome everyone. Uh, I am going to start with um, some high-level introduction um, on the Hebrew language and then we are going to start, we are going to um, start with the Hebrew alphabet, the um, Nikud, and it will take us a few weeks to get to go through the alphabet and once we feel comfortable, then we are going to start working on vocabulary and honing our skills of reading. I will mostly be focused on reading from the Bible. So a few facts about Hebrew. Hebrew is written from right to left. All ancient languages actually go from right to left. The Hebrew alphabet is called Aleph Bet. As these are the first two letters, the alphabet consists of 22 letters, all of which are consonants. Two letters also function as vowels, vav and yud. Five Hebrew letters have a different form when they appear at the end of the word. Vowels, called nikud, are dots and dashes added above, inside, and below the consonants. One advantage to Hebrew is that the sound for each letter remains consistent, unlike English where one has to memorize many variations. Hebrew is a block-style language, therefore it really does not have capital or lowercase letters. Hebrew contains only about 4,000 words. This makes it easy to learn. Don't get it twisted, Hebrew is extremely rich in meaning. As you would expect with any ancient language, it has different eras, ancient, classical, and modern. Each of these eras have their nuances on the language. The ancient Hebrew language is one of the oldest written languages, the earliest written language is the Proto-Sinaitic script, which the Biblical Hebrew language directly descends from. Over time, the Proto-Sinaitic became the Phoenician script, also known as Paleo-Hebrew. The Paleo-Hebrew script is the script the Torah was originally written in, and paleo Hebrew is the ancient language the Israelites spoke in Bible times. It is the form of Hebrew found in inscriptions on some coinage and how scriptures were originally written. In Biblical times, language was acknowledged to be the gift of Yah and words were seen not as spellings of sounds, but as operations of the interacting principles reflected in creation itself. It is for this reason that the Paleo-Hebrew alphabet is known as the letters of creation. Paleo-Hebrew was the only script the scriptures were written with until after the return from the Babylonian exile. After the exile the prophet and scribe Ezra changed the script to the script we use today, ironically called Biblical Hebrew. In reality Ezra's script is really the ancient Aramaic script. Aramaic was the language of the Babylonians and Persians, the Jews in exile in Babylon and Persia and Persia had grown accustomed to this foreign language during the Exile. Biblical Hebrew is basically identical to Paleo-Hebrew, written with a newer alphabet. As far as structure and language, they are essentially identical, they just look different. In this class, we will learn to write and read according to the modern Hebrew pronunciation. Modern Hebrew pron- pronunciation is also divided into two parts, Ashkenazi and Sephardic, meaning Spanish. Since Sephardic is the pronunciation adapted by the modern state of Israel, we will use this pronunciation. And honestly, since I am a Sephardic Jew, I would probably use it anyway. And one last note, every letter in the Hebrew alphabet has a numerical value. Okay, so let's start with the Aleph-Bet. So remember, we are reading from right to left, and I'm going to say the letters. Aleph, Bet, Gimel, Dalet, Hey, Vav, zain, Chet, tet, Yud, Kaf, Lamed, Mem, Nun, zamech, ein, pe, Kof, Resh, Shin, Taft. Now, don't worry if you didn't get it. We are going to uh, learn every letter until you get tired of it, so no worries. Um, I just wanted to point out that some of the letters in Hebrew have um, a, can have two sounds. For example, bet can be vet, um, kaf can be kaf, shin can be sin, and pe can be fe. Um, also, certain letters, uh, five letters in Hebrew, um, have a different forms when they fall at the end of the word. So another thing I wanted to point out is that several of the Hebrew letters are very similar and at the beginning they are easily confused with other letters that look alike. Here is a chart showing letters of similarity in order to make you familiar with the slight differences. So at the end of this class I am going to give you a, flu- a few flashcards and uh, this is one of the flashcards. I really recommend it. You look at it closely and study the differences, so you will start identifying uh, the letters when you see them. You can see how they can confuse you. Some of them look really uh, almost identical. Okay, um, nikud. So nikud is the Hebrew vowels. Putting it simply, Nikud is a bunch of lines and dots that decorate the letters in Hebrew. The letters Yud and Vav also play a role in the Nikud. They function, those signs function similar to the vowel letters in English and, and help us pronounce words. Each Nikud symbol represents a different sound. And some represent similar sounds, mainly due to modern Hebrew speakers losing the original nuance, nuances of sounds over the centuries. Nikud is used by beginners, such as kids and adult new learner, and is mostly not used by advanced speakers as they learn to recognize words within their context. There are five Nikud sounds. So let's look at them. A, and A has four different symbols. A, e, again, four different symbols. U, two symbols. O, two symbols, and E, two symbols. And I'm going to start going deeper now with each sound. So the first sound is A, uh, um, and for each one of the of the sounds, I came up with a, I call it an encore or encore sentence. If you memorize that sentence, it will help you recognize whenever you see these symbols under a letter, if you can come up with the encore sentence, uh, it will help you remember the sound of it. Okay, so this one is the easiest one. If it has a bar, then it's always a. Okay, so whenever you see a bar, no matter if it has any attachment to it, any uh, bullets, uh, dots on the right side, you don't care. You see a a, a bar, it's always a. So uh, the encore sentence is, Yeshua raised the bar for us in Matthew 5.48. So bar, ah, uh, this is the easiest one. The next sound is the eh, okay? So if it has two or more dots, then it's always a except when there is an exception, and we will talk about it in a moment. So, if it has two or more dots, it sounds like A. And your anchor sentence is mellow yellow polka dots, okay? So, just think about mellow yellow, and just remember all of these dots, um, and remember, no matter how they look like, except for the exception that is coming, um, it sounds A. And here is the exception. So, the sound U, the sound U has three dots, but they are arranged in a slope. So, three dots on a perfect slope. The sound of it is U, okay? So your end course sentence is sliding down a smooth slope, okay? So whenever you see those three dots, then this is a smooth slope, so it's U. The sound U can also be achieved by using the letter Vav, with a little dot in the middle that also gives us the sound U. The next sound is O. One little dot up above. You can achieve it by just having a dot above the letter or having the letter of Vav with a dot above it your anchor sentence is somewhere over the rainbow. So, over the rainbow, whenever you have a dot up above, over the rainbow, then that's O, as in over. The last sound is E. E is achieved with one little dot dot down under. Um, It can also be achieved by adding Yud, the letter Yud, after um, any other letter, it will cause it to sound as E, as the sound E. So your end course sentence on this one is, I'll meet you in Sydney on the dot, okay? So one dot, E, as in I'll meet you in Sydney on the dot. So this is um, this is another flashcard that I prepared for you. Uh, you have all the sounds here, um, and then I um, show you the sounds as they decorate the letter Aleph. Okay, uh, this sound, which is called Shva, those two dots. This is a very special uh, nikud. Okay. It doesn't go with every letter. It mostly goes in the beginning of a word. Um, That's why I couldn't use it to decorate the word Aleph. So I put it with bet, be. Um, And um, also, whenever it's in the middle of a word, it's mostly quiet. You don't even pronounce it. So as with every language we you will find out that we have all kind of exceptions. So um before we start do you have any questions so far? So far great stuff. Um I just uh We'll look forward to the flashcards in order to better memorize these things. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. So the the most important thing is for you as beginner students is to memorize the sounds of the Nikud, of these symbols. Because this is what will help you to read um, to read in the beginning it's very difficult it takes years to get to a point where you don't need nikud and you can just read fluently and not make mistakes uh, without nikud so um counter it that for quite some time you're going to be needing the nikud and without nikud it's very easy to make mistakes because You know we don't have a lot of words in Hebrew, and every every word can mean many meanings. Okay, can have many meanings. So that's why it's so important to um, to learn to sound the nikud, so you can tell exactly what what word is in front of you. So next, I'm going to start with um, the letter Aleph and Bet. Okay, so let's start. So, the letter Aleph, this is the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet. It is a consonant, it's silent, (coughs) sorry, unless it is accompanied by an Ikud. The pronunciation of Aleph is similar to the letter A in English. So I show you here, with every letter I'm going to show you um, a table like this that shows you the different ways of writing Aleph. So this is how usually you will see it in the Bible, very embellished. Okay, the letters in the Bible are really beautiful, uh, very embellished. Um, this is how you will see it in modern Hebrew, little bit uh, um, less um, less embellished. Um, then this is cursive Hebrew. Truly really doesn't look anything like Aleph, but that's how we write it in cursive Hebrew. And this is in Rashi script. So Rashi is probably the most famous rabbi that interpreted the Bible um, in the history of Judaism. Very famous, uh, very highly revered. Um, he lived um, in the 11th century, um, and he invented his own way of writing the letters. And um, in Israel, when you go through a religious education like I went through, you actually learn to read his script also. So I can actually read his script um, also. It's a little bit similar, but also quite a bit different from the regular script. Okay. And I don't know why it's not cooperating. One moment. Okay. So it's not advancing. Okay. Okay. So. Um, the letter Aleph is actually the source of the Greek letter alpha. As you can see by the similarities in the two letters' names, the English letter A is ultimately derived from Aleph as well. Okay, not sure what's going on and why it's not um, going to do all of them. Um, the letter Aleph is one of the most important and noteworthy letters in the Hebrew alphabet for a number of reasons: some spiritual and some practical. Being the first letter in the Hebrew alphabet, it symbolizes oneness and unity. It is often associated with the oneness of monotheism. The numerical value assigned to aleph is one. For example, the year 5,771 in Hebrew is written with letter tav shin ayin aleph. Aleph representing one has an aleph in it, which represents the one. Okay, according to some rabbinic Jewish folklore. Despite the fact that Aleph is the first letter in the alphabet, there is actually an element of humility to the letter, which is why, despite being the first letter in the Hebrew alphabet, it is not the first letter in the Hebrew Bible. The next letter, Beit, is, according to the tale, the letter was thus rewarded for its humility, with having the honor of being the first letter in the Ten Commandments. The root of the word Aleph is also connected to many other words in Hebrew language. The word Aleph, for example, means a thousand. The word Aluf, which also comes from the same root, means a military general or champion. Uh, We thus see that despite the fact that the letter Aleph only has a small numerical value of one, it also has connotations of greatness. So, um, here we have Aleph with the different sounds of Nikud, and I would love to have um, any volunteer help me um, sound Aleph with these symbols. Does anyone remember what these symbols mean, what sounds? Ah, like bar? Bar, exactly, so ah. Okay, so basically each one here, each one of of the representations here of Aleph means ah. So ah, ah, another ah, and another ah, okay? uh you might ask why do we have four (laughs) four different symbols that all of them make the sound ah in my opinion they probably made a little bit different sounds in biblical time but uh we lost it we lost it and all we know nowadays is that all of these four symbols mean ah okay um the next The next one, any other volunteer, please? Do you remember what what it means to have so many polka dots? Eh? Yes, okay. So then if we read the letter Aleph with these sounds, it will be eh, eh, and another eh. Um, Again, the same thing. Maybe in the past in biblical time it the, the the sound sounded a little bit different. Okay, the next uh, Nikud, anyone remember what this sounds like? This is a slope. Ooh. Smooth again. Okay, okay, smooth slope. U. Okay, so basically Aleph with this is U, and Aleph with Vav, that has a little dot in the middle, is also U. Okay, so we, we have the letter, so Aleph sounds like the letter A, but it can sound like, I'm sorry, like the letter, like double U or, um, or O or anything else. <clears throat> Sorry. Anyone remember what a dot up above? What is the sound of this That is is? Something to do with the rainbow. Yeah, over the rainbow. So oh. Oh, exactly. So this is O, and this one is also O. So you can already see how you can get confused if there are no dots and you have Aleph, Vav, and Aleph, Vav. You really don't know if it's going to be O or U. Okay? Next is the little uh, dot um, down under. Anyone remember the sound of the little dot? Okay. E. e. exactly. E. So I'll meet you in Sydney on the dot. <laughs> so E. E and E. Okay. Okay. So uh, I'm going to just randomly put Aleph with Nikud and um, I'm going to read some of them and then I'm going to ask some of you to volunteer and and say out loud what you think it is so this is e, Oh. anyone can help me with this one a eh? a eh, yes and this one uh. Yes, this one. Oh, yes. This one. Ah. Uh. Yes. A. Ah. Another a. Okay, anyone can help me with this. oh Ooh. Ooh, yes. <laughs> this one. Ah. Uh, excellent. This one. E. A. So when you have more than one dot, unless it's a slope, more than one dot will give you a like mellow yellow. A. E what is this one? Oh. Yes, this one. So this one is Vav with a dot in the middle, it's exactly like the slope one. So what is the sound of this? Ooh. Ooh, yes, ooh. And this letter? Ah. Yes, this letter Ah, uh. yes, this A? one A, yes, e, e, yes, this one again, oh, yes, this one Ah, uh. uh. yes, this oh. one, oh over over the rainbow this one e yes and last one uh eh, like e or e h like eh. i can't pronounce hey eh. 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 oh yeah eh. yes Eh. um okay so let's move on to bet okay so bet can be pronounced as B or V, okay? If it has a dot in the middle, it's B. If it doesn't have any dot in the middle, it's V. Okay, so bet and vet. So the letter bet is the second letter in the Hebrew alphabet, and the first letter of the Hebrew Bible. Pronunciation similar to b, but sometimes if it doesn't have a dot, called the gesh, uh, that's the name of this dot, um, it then becomes the Hebrew letter VET as a v sound. Also, it may have its own meaning. So the letter bet actually on its own means something. Okay. Um, again, we have um, a chart here of different ways of writing bet. And you can see the first one, the serif one is the biblical and a little bit more embellished. The sans serif is the modern um, um, script. And then you see cursive Hebrew and then the Rashi bet. Okay. Again, it's not cooperating. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm wondering if it's to do with the recording. Okay, so the letter Bet is the second letter in the Hebrew alphabet, and the first letter of the Hebrew Bible. This letter is actually the source of the Greek letter Beta, as you can see by the similarities in the two letters' names. The English letter B is therefore ultimately derived from bet as well. The numerical value assigned to bet is 2, and the name of the letter itself comes from the fact that it is shaped like a house, which is called a bait. Bait is a house in the Hebrew language. This may make it easy to remember the name and sound of the bet if you are first learning the Hebrew alphabet or learning the Hebrew language. And it gives you another word to add to your Hebrew vocabulary, vocabulary list as well. While the letter is almost universally pronounced as bet, there are variations on the pronunciation of the letter's name. According to some Ashkenazic pronunciation, for example, it would either be pronounced bait or base. It is one of a handful of Hebrew letters that has its own meaning when attached to other words. Attached to the beginning of a word, the bet means in or at. Okay. So, for example, bait is a house. If we say ba, bait, we mean we are saying in the house. Okay. There are many stories as to why bet is the first letter of the Hebrew Bible and not aleph, which is the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet. While some say that it was due to aleph humility, another theory explains that Yah decided to start the Bible with the letter bet in order to show men that he did not know the first thing about how the world works. Due to the fact that Bet is the second letter of the Hebrew alphabet, and perhaps for other spiritual reasons as well, the Bet represents the duality of nature present pre, pre, present in all creation. So this is the letter Bet, and as we said, sometimes it will have a dot, the Gesh. Sometimes it will have the Gesh, which that's the name of this dot, in the middle. Uh, and that would make it sound like a B, and sometimes when it doesn't have the gash, it will sound as V. So let's start reading it together. So uh, do I have a volunteer for this sound? Anyone? Ba. Okay. So this one is Ba. This one is Ba. What about this one? This one doesn't have the gesh. Oh. Va. Va. So, I'm sorry, you cannot see my mouse. I'm, no. I'm just realizing it, so you don't know what I'm pointing at. So, let me do this this way. Um, I can see your mouse Ooh. now. Okay. Okay. So, eh, ba ba, and then this one is va, and this one is va, okay? So we get the sound a. Uh, but sometimes when we have the gash, it's b, and without the gash, it's v. So then let's look at this one, uh, the, the next sound in the yellow. Ba? So, no, this, okay, one moment, tell um, Okay, this sound okay. So this one can anyone say the sound of it? Be. Yes, b so this be. one is b, but then the third letter without the dot in the middle. How is it going to sound? The. Be, exactly. Okay. Uh next one we have the slope. Well, e- so, uh, so boo. 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 So, <laughs> so it's like B O O. Boo. Okay. So basically, you're kind of like um, applying the sound, ab- applying the, the sound to the letter. So the letters stay B. But when you apply the sound to it, it becomes boo. Okay? Um, and this one is also boo. Except we are achieving it with vav and the dot in the middle of the vav. Next one with the dot over. What sound is it? Oh. Oh. So, so then... It would be both? Yes, exactly. So, this is Bo, and you can also achieve this the sound Bo with Vav and that above the Vav. So, Bo and Bo. And then the last one is, what sound is the last one? B. B, exactly. So, now... Um, it's e together with the bet, gives us b b and with u it's also b okay so now um, so now I'm going to just kind of like um, uh, show you the the letter uh, bet with the sounds and. Just spontaneously I need people to start saying that what they are seeing. Okay, so what is this one? E. Okay. Oh bo. Okay, bo. Oh. Yeah. Next one. Va. Boo? Yes. Pa. B. B. So remember when we have um, two or more dots that are not on a slope. Two or more dots are the mellow yellow. A a a. This one. O. Yes. Next. Oh. So it's Bo. Uh. Yes. Uh. Yes. This one. Bo. Yes. Now pay attention here. We have bet without the gash in the middle. We don't have a dot in the middle. So va. You... va. Yes, exactly. va. va. This one. Va. Va. Yes. Yes. va. Yes. This one. E. Yes. This one? You? B. 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 This one? Ba. Ba, because we have a gesh. We have a dot in the middle, so it's B. So it's ba. Ba. (laughs) Um, Next one? You. Boo, Boo, and this one? Boo, yeah, it's exactly the same. Both of them are the same. Boo, this one? A, yes, this one? B, yes, good. This one? Oh, yes. You got it. Now we have bet again without the gesh, without bah. the dating. The yes. This one. Bah. And this one. Bah. Bah. Yes. Good. You see, you can read Hebrew. <laughs> <laughs> so um I um I guess I was right on the money. It's exactly forty-five minutes. Um, So I'm going to give you homework assignment every week because it's really difficult to learn a language by just meeting once a week for 45 minutes. So you will have to do some practice at home. So I recommend an app. I looked at all the apps, and this app is wonderful. It's called Write It Hebrew app. I don't know if they have an Android version, but it's on the Apple, uh, on the... um, um, iPhone uh, app store. Uh, write it Hebrew. It's an amazing tool for you to start memorizing and practicing writing the alphabet. And then I also gave you a couple, I'm giving you a couple of uh, practice sheets for each letter um, to write uh, the letter and then, uh, you know, kind of the letter with Nikud. Okay, very important that you will start practicing the letters after each lesson. Um, There is nothing better than getting uh, uh, things into your memory through your hand, okay? So anyway, so we are done for today. Uh, Let me stop the... The gears in my old brain are smoking. (laughs) What did you say? The gears in my old brain are smoking. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs>